and Nick. Welcome to that Superhero Thing podcast where we discuss the latest superhero and comic book movies and TV shows. I'm your host Nick and joining me as always is my co-host Anthony. Hello. Hello. You alright? Yeah, not too bad mate, you? Good, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I, wa- I was going to start with it's been a busy week, but I start with that it's been a busy week for it every week. <laughs> every week <laughs> so yeah. I don't know what else to say, but it has been, it, there's been loads of news this week um, and there's been quite a bit, there's been quite a bit to, to watch as well. We're only going to do we're only going to do Falcon Winter Soldier, but there's been a few, a few releases uh, this weekend. Uh, but we'll we'll touch on we'll touch on them as we go. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm going to do do the usual. We'll break down the week's uh, the week's news. Uh, we'll do DC and Marvel. Uh, I will put in the description. I feel like I'm, I've got it in early this time. I will put in the description of the podcast what time we're going to start talking about Falcon and Winter Soldier. Um, and in case you get that, you, you fast forward to it. There will obviously be spoilers for the. Uh, for the week's episode, for episode two, the the star the star spangled man, I think it's called, isn't it? Um, so obviously there's going to be spoilers there. Um, let's get straight into the news then. So uh, we'll do DC news. We'll do DC news first this week. Um, first first bit of news. I know it feels like for the last like what six weeks, every bit of news for DC has been the Snyder cut's coming. The Snyder cut's coming. It's coming out. <laughs> and I thought now that it's been out, we won't talk about it as much anymore. But there's been loads of Snyderverse news as well. Um, there's been a new version of the Snyder the Snyder cut. Um, there's the Justice is Grey edition, which yeah, came it's out the on one in black and Max. white. It came out on black and white. Yeah, I, I, it's not on, it's not out in the UK. It's not on Sky or now TV or anything like that. I'm oh. a little bit gutted. It looks. I've, do you know what? I've seen a few clips and it sounds stupid because it's just the same film in black and white. But um, it looks. Re- it does look really good in black and white. So I mean, um, just get an old TV in it. <laughs> just get an old TV. Yeah, it's the same shape. It's the aspect ratio as well. Yeah. I just need to go free. and get me. Na- I mean, go and get me Nan's old CRT or whatever it's called <laughs> out the garage and watch it on that. So, problem um. problem solved. Um, there's also been. Um, it, it was obviously really well received. Um, the the movie it's done it's done really well um, and there's been quite a lot of I think you mentioned it before there's there's like a bit of a thing on Twitter at the moment yeah, on Facebook the hashtags now trend and restore the Snyderverse isn't it I've I've tweeted it multiple times I think they need to restore I think they need to restore it let's let's, let's carry on from here um, but apparently it's it's not going to happen that's probably the uh, a bit of bad news uh, coming so um, the uh, CEO of Warner Media lady called Anne Sarnoff she was interviewed by Variety this week. Um, and she was asked about the the Snyder Cut, and she said that the Snyder Cut marks the completion of Zack's trilogy, uh, but they already have plans for the DCU mo- moving forward. Exciting plans, as they said. Um, so basically, in a nutshell, summing up, it's 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 not coming. Um, they, they've got they've got their own plans to for for something else. Um, she was also asked if there would be a release of the Air Cut from not haircut haircut from the uh, of the suicide <laughs> of the original suicide squad um from david Ayer who directed it because that again was ripped to pieces by warner brothers and it, it wasn't his should we say vision that, that ended up coming out um but she's she just flat out shut that down she said they've got absolutely no plans for a different cut of for a different cut of uh suicide squad which again you know i i we went to see Suicide Squad, didn't we? The, the yeah. pictures when it first came out, and as entertaining as it was, it was it was a bad it was a bad film. Um, we'll touch on Suicide Squad a little bit later on in the news because there's obviously another one. But yeah, the the first one it, it wasn't great, so it would be good. It would be interesting. I've heard a few things about the his original cut, and it does sound like 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 the Snyder cut sounded a lot better than Joss Whedon's. This you know his original yeah. cut sounds a lot better as well. Um, We've had a bit of news uh, around the Flash movie. Um, I think we touched on it last week that um, 
Billy Crudup was going to be playing um, Henry Henry Allen, Flash's dad, but um, he's been replaced. I don't know this guy who has been replaced with. Who is it? So it's um, Ron Livingston. So he's been in The Conjuring. Uh, he was in Band of Brothers um, <clears throat> and, and stuff like that. He was in The Fifth Wave, um, which came out a few years ago as well. Um, I haven't seen him. So he's, yeah, he's, he's pretty decent. So let's kind of just see where we go from there. I've seen a lot of people, you know, ha- happy that he's on Twitter. People seem quite happy that he's, he's, you know, he's replaced him. I think people would have liked to have, you know, Billy Crudup for continuity, but yeah, yeah. people don't seem to upset the fact that this guy's stepping in. So he's, you know, he, he must be pretty, pretty decent. Yeah. Um, there's another bit of potentially bad news about the Flash movie though that's come up. Uh, Michael Keaton was interviewed this week by Deadline, um, and I think everyone th- has been under the impression that. Michael Keaton is fully signed on to to play. What, he hasn't Bruce though, Wayne. has he? He hasn't. No, he said no, he's been. He sent... said the script is still sat there and he hasn't read it yet, hasn't he? Or exactly, something. Exactly. Exactly. It's sat on his iPad. He said. Um, yeah. But he as of, as of right now he's not committed to coming back. Um, apparently, quite a lot of the reasoning is obviously because he's not read it and he's he said he's quite busy at the moment doing other things. But um, also, he said COVID is, COVID restrictions. is, is a concern. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He said he's keeping an eye on what's going on in the UK with COVID restrictions. I, I didn't know it was filming in the UK. Maybe, maybe it isn't. Maybe he's just sort of, you know, keeping an eye on it because we seem to be getting politically, but obviously we seem to be doing quite well with with like vaccinations and stuff like that. So maybe he's just thinking like that he'll see how how the you know the vaccination starts to work before he commits to it. But um, yeah, that is a that is potentially bad news. I think that's probably one of the most interesting aspects of. The, the Flash movie. I mean, you know, the the Flash was great in in the Justice League, but um, and I'm sure he could carry his own movie. But it's a bit of a it's a bit of a bummer if he get you know if he's not going to be not going to be part of it. Yeah. Um. But there was quite to be fair, quite a bit of casting news uh, other than you know other than what's his name, Ron Ron Livingston. Yeah. Yeah. So other than other than <laughs> other than our mate Ron, um, there is we've never heard of. Um, there's uh, been a few other cast announcements. So there was a cast annou- announcement for Black Adam. Um, which is obviously The Rock's uh, like anti-hero Shazam type thing. Um, Pierce Brosnan has been cast as um, Doctor Fate uh, in the Black Adam movie. Um, I'd, I've I've seen Doctor Fate previously. I think he was in Smallville. Um, he's like a sorcerer. So again, DC fans will probably hate me for this, but my my impression is he's like the DC's version of Doctor Strange. Um, so he's going to be uh, down that route. Um, good actor though, isn't he, Pierce Brosnan? So that should be. I, do you know what? I've got a newfound love for Piers Brosnan ever since he did the um, the Eurovision thing with Will Ferrell. I didn't, didn't know he was in that. Yeah, he's I've Will Ferrell's it. dad and it's hilarious. Oh, okay. And his, his accent makes me laugh so much. I'll have to watch it. But he's good. Yeah, he's good. It's a, you know, it's a, good, bit of, it's a good bit of casting. That's a big name, isn't it? Bring yeah. Him, well, on the, on the subject of casting, we've also got um, Helen Mirren has just been announced as the villain Hespera in I Shazam that, 2. Yeah. So um, so that'll big be quite names, interesting. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, big, big names. And it, it's nice that, that there's a few more British names coming into it as well, to yeah. be fair. Yeah. UK represent, you know, UK. all that. <laughs> if, if, if you like. <laughs> if you like, just you and, you, just you yeah. and your own there, Anthony. Um, and then um, last bit of, well, quite big news, to be fair. Last bit of uh, DC news that I've got down here is that we got uh, we got a few posters and we got a trailer for uh, the Suicide Squad, which is I thought it was going to be a reboot, but clearly it isn't. Um, so it's like the follow up kind of thing to the original Suicide Squad. Um, oh, is it? But, yeah, yeah. I it's, didn't a, get it's, onto a, that. it's a sequel. It's a sequel. What do you mean you didn't get onto it? 
I thought they just really liked Margot Robbie, so they just wanted her back again. <laughs> yeah, well, I'd heard I'd heard it was like a reboot. I thought they were yeah. like starting afresh, but it's got. I mean, well, Joel Kinnaman's in it still. Joel Kinnaman's in it. He was Rick Flag in the first one. Um, Jai Courtney's in it. He was Captain Boomerang in the first one. So, and obviously Margot Robbie's them. back as well. That's how that's how memorable the film was and how good it was. The, that, cinema right. spe- that cinema experience <laughs> that we had there was. Did brilliant. you know that um, Sylvester Stallone's the voice of the Sharkman? Ama- amazing, yeah. Did well, you I know thought, that? I didn't. I did, yeah. I didn't want to go through. I didn't want to do like a whole trailer breakdown because obviously you know we, we want to get on to yeah. Falcon Winter Soldier, but it, obviously it was a red band trailer straight away, so it's it was very you know it was full on violence, swearing, and everything yeah. like that, which is good because that's what the film is. There's no point in doing a PG. PG no. trailer for it because anyone who's you know anyone's under twelve isn't obviously shouldn't be watching it. Um, not that they won't like, but you know they, they, I suppose it's not marketed <laughs> at them. Um, yeah. The whole, I mean, the soundtrack uh, is absolutely brilliant. It's James Gunn, so just the, yeah. the one song off it, Steely Dan, Dirty Work, um, very like you know seventies seventies music, typical James Gunn. The whole the whole look and feel and sound of it was just like, it just had James Gunn all over it. And obviously it is a James Gunn film, but it was, I, I like James Gunn stuff. Um, it's got, I, I suppose to a degree, it's going to be a, an R-rated, you know, it's basically an R-rated Justice League, isn't it? it yeah. Oh, Justice League, sorry, no. Guardians of the Galaxy. He's taken like really, really sort of bizarre characters who most people have never heard of. And he's going to obviously put them, you know, put them out in front of everybody. But um, it, it looks really good. Um, the, 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 I was going to I was, I started writing on me on me notes like who was who was sort of the standout character in the trailer, but it just became a massive because <laughs> like the, most of the characters are on the trailer looked boss. So obviously, we do got, you know as what? We said, go on. I'm really looking forward to John Cena. John, he's the first one on my list. So is he's he? playing he's playing uh, Peacemaker. He yeah. was great. I mean, he is good, John Cena, but he was brilliant in this. He's getting because of I mean, obviously the film's not even out yet, but. The, obviously like Warner Brothers and James Gunn as well I assume are so happy with how he's done he's already getting his own spin-off so That's I think it's a series it? a, a Peacemaker series on HBO Max is coming um, but cool. ju- from the from the trailer he was he was bossing that um, yeah. it, obviously we got we got Joel Kinnaman as Rick Flagg Margot Robbie as Harley um, Jai Courtney was was back as Captain Boomerang. You've already mentioned Sly Stallone as King Shark. So good. <laughs> Not what I thought they'd do with King Shark because I've I've seen him in. He was in. Uh, I've seen like clips of him in from the Flash. You know the 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 CW show with Grant Gustin. Yeah. And he's like big. He's like made to be like big, scary, serious. You know, villain. But they've just gone down a completely different route. He's like Groot, isn't he? He's just yeah. he's just the new. He's just going to be the new Groot. But um, he was he was brilliant. Um, and then the other two were that I thought were good was um, Idris Elba as Bloodsport. He seemed to be like, I yeah. don't know, he's he's kind of like the viewer of the of the film, like what is going on here, sort of thing. Um, <laughs> and then obviously we have got Michael Rooker back um, as Savant as well, um, who was obviously Yondu uh, in Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, massive massive cast. That's the the thing that probably probably not concerned me about it it's like if you look at like some of the big names you've got like you've got Taika Waititi's in it Pete Davidson Alice Braga Nathan Fillion uh Dave das- Dasmalchin who was in Ant-Man um he's one of Nathan, Nathan in Fillion's in it as well Nathan Fillion's in it Sean Gunn Sean Gunn's in it as that like weasel thing licking the cage uh, Michaela Hoover, <laughs> Peter Capaldi, Storm Reid, Flula yeah. Borg, and there's still loads of other character actors that, in there playing other supervillains. I just look at it and think 
there's going to be lots of cannon fodder here. There's going to yeah. be loads of them just getting just killed, like probably very, very early on in the film. Probably. Like, there's no way these are all going to survive the whole movie. No. Uh, but it looks good. And then the the very end when you see this villain, this like, the guy calls it a kaiju. It's like a freaking kaiju or something like that. And it's like this giant starfish. Um, yeah. Did you see it in the trailer? He's yeah. he's a, he's like a supervillain from the sixties comics. I think he was the first first thing to fight the Justice League of America in the sixties. Uh, okay. And he's called he's called Starro. And he's basically just an alien. But it's like oh, right. classic proper randomness, which is obviously what James Gunn's all about. Um, yeah. But it look I you know, I was quite excited for it anyway, because I knew it was James Gunn, but the trailer, it's yeah, it's done a really good job. And it's it's not too long, I think it's August that's out as well, isn't it? So Yeah. And that'll be doing that that'll be go. I think it's get the plan is with all the hate, with all the Warner Brothers things for this year anyway, get a cinema release and then at the same time they're doing a HBO Max release. Yeah. So you'll be able, you know, even if cinemas aren't open fully in you know August or we have any issues with COVID and stuff like that, we'll all still be able to watch it, which is great. Um, I believe News, that the new Mut- the new mutants is skipping um, Disney Plus and going straight to HBO Max as well. Yeah, but I'm not. I'm. It is in the states. Um, but I'm not 100% sure if that's going to be the case in the UK because uh, okay. the, I think in, in the US, my understanding, I got into an argument with somebody on Twitter on this. Not an argument, he <laughs> just wasn't happy that I that I asked the question. Um, but um, in in this, I think Fox, even before the Disney deal, signed a contract with HBO Max. Um, right. And they've got to, Disney have got to honour that contract. But with there not being a HBO Max in the UK, I would imagine it would probably come to the UK because in the States, Dark Phoenix and X-Men First Class are both on HBO Max, not Disney+. Plus. Uh, but, in right, U- okay. but in the UK, they're on Disney+. Plus. So, yeah. I-, I mean, I would assume I would assume we'd probably end up getting it. If not, it'll go on to Sky. Are you bothered? Do you want to watch New Mutants? Um. I, well, I mean, I'll watch it. Oof. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Tell not, us how you're not, real feeling. There. I'm not. I'm not sold. I'm not. I'm not sold. It's not. It's not good, is it? Let's. It's not good. I'm not seen it, but I've not. I've not heard good things. Um. So that's kind of marvelly. Let's get into Marvel news then. So um, okay. you you've got Marvel news that I, I mean I'm normally on the ball with the news, but you've got stuff I didn't know. So go on. What 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 were the bits of Marvel news that that you said you had? Right. Okay. So my most exciting no one that I'm really happy about. <laughs> And I don't. It is. It is just a complete rumor. So it's nothing is confirmed whatsoever. Yeah. Um, Jeff Goldblum has been seen in Australia, um, with Chris Hemsworth. Amazing. Um, and now they're questioning whether he's going to be returning for Thor: Love and Thunder. Um, I hope so. He was pictured with him in a box at a local um, sports game of some kind. I'm not a sports person. I don't know what it was. Um, sports they... game of some kind I bet it was like something really something like involving a ball football. I don't know <laughs> <laughs> cricket maybe I don't know no um, okay but yeah so um, so he's been pictured and obviously with him being in Australia um, during pandemic times people are questioning is he there for work uh, yeah. which means that there's there's rumours now spiralling that, that he is going to be in Thor so nothing confirmed but that, that has happened yeah um, We've had it confirmed now that Ant-Man, Quantumania mm. and Captain Marvel 2 will be starting to film in May. Amazing. Um, so, so that's all going to kick off. Um, and then I've also got that um, that there's uh, more rumours surrounding Doctor Strange 2. 
um, due to some costume releases that I think you've got. Um, But one of the main things is that um, it looks like there's a costume for Clea that's now been um, shown. But with there being no other actress confirmed for the role, um, there's talks that they're going to tweak the origin story of Clea and Rachel McAdams, um, who's obviously in the first Doctor Strange. um, She will become Clea. Um, so okay. again, that is just a rumor. Nothing's confirmed, but yeah. Well, there's there's gonna. I, I, I don't know. She didn't really have. A, I mean, she obviously she was in Doctor Strange one quite a lot, but it's like where yeah. are you gonna, how, how are you going to bring her back? So I suppose giving us sort of superpowers to a degree would be you know it's, it's a way of keeping her in the you know in the in the series, isn't it? But then yeah. at the same time, I'm a bit like, is it not a bit similar to what they're doing with with Natalie Portman and just like you know to to make her not more interesting, but to to sort of give us something. A, a, a continued storyline just throw superpowers at them yeah um, but yeah i mean it'd be good to it'd be good to have a back that that story that you're talking about so there was there was uh, uh there was a huge concept art leak um, yeah i think it was yes uh, friday, thursday or friday um so th- the reason that it came about is because when companies like funko and hot toys are going to be making they obviously need to make the toys prior to release um you know w- yeah. months before trailers so all this concept art gets sent from Mar- by marvel to these places um and somebody's basically intercepted it so there was yeah. there was the doctor strange one so there was a, there was a picture of clear you couldn't see the face uh, clear <laughs> clearly Okay. Um, you couldn't see the face clear. That was as bad as my domino joke. That was brilliant. Cut. No, it wasn't. It was good. Um, you couldn't see her face clearly, but we'll have a go and say that might be. Um, you know, it could be Rachel McAdams. Um, there was a there was a picture of Doctor Strange in a in a much, in a comic accurate outfit, which had been rumored. Like I think we talked about it last yeah. week. He didn't have like the big white thing on his chest, but it did look a little bit more. Uh, comic accurate there was Wong uh, Mordo was in one of them so I assume yeah Mordo with a cloak now wasn't with it with a cloak yeah yeah he yeah. looks good in that and then there's a picture of um, Wanda and Wong fighting alongside each other rather than against each other so I mean we all we all knew she was in it anyway yeah um, there was some there was a bit of um, so, some concept art for Miss Marvel um, showed your hair costume she looks very similar to the how she looks in the avengers game um and there was some uh concept art for hawkeye as well so there was picture of hawkeye there was kate bishop as well there was somebody else in there echo I'm not gonna, yeah well, yeah there was a picture of echo as well there, there was somebody else in there who i'm not gonna say because it's a massive spoiler for something um, all right if okay. you want to know who it is go and you can find it it's on comicbookmovie.com um, it's on loads of places on Twitter. Just Google the concept art. I won't spoil it on here because it's for something that's not coming out for months. Um, but if you want, if you want to go and get things spoiled, go and do it. I just happened to see it. I didn't go looking for it. It was just, it was just there. I really so. worried that that was going to be Echo. Me saying that it's not Echo. Like, no, because uh, that's been that's been announced <laughs> that she's getting her own spin-off on okay. Disney Plus. I mean, I don't know who Echo is. Do you know who Echo is? No. No, there you go then. We'll, we'll shut up. <laughs> we, won't, we won't go into too much. If we don't know who it is, a lot of our listeners don't know who it is. If you Bad. know, let us on. Let us know on Twitter or Facebook. Um, probably the biggest. Uh, pro- so we'll we'll fly through this because we're taking ages to do the news again. Um, so um, probably the biggest news from Marvel this week was news about Black Widow. So uh, the Black Mo- Widow movie has been delayed again. Uh, it was supposed to be coming out. I think we talked about this for the last couple of weeks that it was probably going to happen. Yeah. Even though they'd said it was definitely coming out on the 7th of May. It's not coming out on the 7th of May. It's now going to be coming out on the 9th of July. Uh, and it's going to have a simultaneous release on Disney Plus Premier Access and out in the cinemas on the same day. Um, Premier Access, for anyone who doesn't know on Disney Plus, obviously you've got to pay for your Disney Plus membership and then you rent the movie separately as well. Um, I think it's $30 in the US and 
20 pounds in the uk 20 quid, yeah um I, i've got no problem paying that i'd rather i mean obviously we're supposed to see how covid's going and stuff like that but to be able to watch it at home and not have to risk anything i'm i'm well up for it i mean thing- again it annoys me because my local cinema is a fiver so to yeah, be I know. paying yeah. 20 quid when yeah. i can pay a five but that's the only thing for me we'll go you go to the cinema then you'll be open well yeah well you can't probably you what can i'll do, do. can't you Go yeah. on, you go then. You go. Go, you go. You go on your own. <laughs> um, I don't get why we're delaying it if it's coming out on Disney Plus, because the cinemas are going to be opening. I mean, they're already open in most places in the US. Um, do you reckon be open... it's something to do with the the time lapse in between? The no, following I think it's just. Stuff? I no, no. I think it's just to get. I mean, I think it's just to try and build up as much box office as possible. I think even though the pe- that people will go to this, you know, people can go to the cinema on the 17th of May in the UK and probably on the 7th of May in the US, people still will be quite weary about it. Whereas yeah. in the UK, for instance, we'll be hopefully fully out of any lockdown by the end of June. So people should be relatively happy to go to the cinema in the middle, you know, first week in July. Yeah. But I think they should, I mean, it's, it's dragging on now, just... They should yeah. just, just drop it on Disney Plus. It's actually going to mean that it's releasing at the same. It it comes out on the same day as Episode Five of Loki, um. So it's going to be you know, it's, there's, there's obviously going to be crossover. But again, you know, it, it it's a pre it's a prequel to a degree, isn't it? It's set prior yeah. to Civil War or after between Civil War and and Infinity War. So, I think so I yeah. it doesn't really matter when it when it arrives. The thing that it has affected though is because that's moved back to July. Shang Chi and the Ten Rings has moved back to the third of September. Um, yeah. So that's obviously going to mess up, con- you know, potentially mess up continuity a little bit. Um, nothing else has moved though. So the Eternals are still slated for November, and Spider Man's still, still slated December. for December. So yeah. talking of talking of Spider Man, we're getting good at these segues. Um, so Spider Man <laughs> No Way Home is currently shooting in Atlanta. Um, it's I think it's wrapped up. I think Tom Holland put something on Twitter. So it's Saturday now. Um, Tom Holland put something on Twitter or Instagram to say that filming had had, had finished. Yeah. Um, so couple of I'd still take this, these as rumors to a degree, but um, there's no not been any sign the entire time of this of Tobey Maguire or Andrew Garfield on set. But obviously Marvel are very secretive. However, a guy called William Spencer who is Andrew Garfield's stunt, stunt man? has yeah, been yeah. seen on set alongside a guy called Greg Townley, who's Tom Holland's stuntman, and he's posted a picture on Instagram. Now, he didn't say what he was filming or anything like that, but it was in Atlanta, and he removed it in minutes. So obviously Marvel have seen it and said, take, take that down. If it wasn't Spider-Man, why would they tell him to take it down? Exactly. And then something else that's popped up ye- uh, yesterday, um, so Thursday, um, is that, and I, I'm not sure whether this is real or not, but with it having wrapped up, all the crew have been given like gifts and like merchandise and stuff like that, like t shirts and caps and stuff. You know, say I was on Spider Man No Way Home, and on the t shirt that is floating around on Twitter, it's it says Spider Man No Way Home, and from the bit that you can see, you can see Andrew Garfield's Spider Man suit in it. Oh. From the first movie, not the second one, which was brilliant from the you know, from Amazing Spider Man 2 from the weird looking one from Amazing Spider-Man 1 now I'd take that with a pinch of salt at the moment because I'm not convinced it's it's real but yeah. it, it is it, it's there it's floating around so that's two things pointing to it so I think if it's wrapped filming and it's out in in December I mean it's what nine months away we need to be getting at least a teaser trailer soon and I assume that'll that'll sort of confirm everything really a um, couple of other bits of Marvel news um, there how oh um there was a there was a, an interview 
uh, this week with Collider, and I found it's not really massive news, but I found it quite interesting. Um, with and they interviewed the director of Falcon and Winter Soldier, a guy called uh, Derek Kolstad, um, and he was basically asked about like you know how it's how the production goes and all that sort of stuff, and he's basically set implied or, or sort of confirmed to a degree that it's not just Kevin Feige who or Kevin Feige rhymes with beige. We got that. We got a hashtag on Twitter. We got a hashtag on Twitter. Feige rhymes. Feige rhymes with beige. Amazing, brilliant. Um, so uh, it's not just him. He, uh, apparently, according to the director, who oversees the MCU. Basically, whenever he submitted a script, he'd get back fifteen pages of notes from a group of twelve to fifteen people at Marvel known collectively as the parliament and that is the group's name and they are basically the people who are running and deciding on everything on the mcu they sound like the next villains they do don't they the parliament Um, it does it does like the the league of evil or something like that um but there's there's no there's no names been given or anything like that but apparently they meet they meet at the start of every day and the end of every day and basically hash out what's going on in in the MCU, so I thought that was quite that was quite interesting. It's, just, yeah. it's not just it's not just Kevin Feige running the show. Uh, obviously, he's not going to run the whole thing on his own. But there's obviously this group of people who who would be in it. I, I don't know. I'd, I'd I would probably I don't know. Maybe someone like John Favreau. He's obviously been in it from from very early or from the start, basically. And he's, I know he's been executive producer on a few things as well. Um, so I, I don't know. I don't know who would be in it, but it's quite interesting. Uh, and then la- last bit of news. Um, you know, leading into Falcon and the Winter Soldier, the premiere of Falcon and the Winter Soldier last week was officially Disney Plus's biggest ever season premiere of any show. So it's literally, it's done better than anything for the first episode. So it's beat Mandalorian, it's beat One Division. Um, whether it beats Mighty Ducks this week, I don't know. I'm sure it will. Um, <laughs> but Mighty Ducks came out this week. It's a comic book movie podcast. We can't talk about Mighty Ducks, but it was really good. Um, uh, but but Deadline has reported that. The Snyder Cut beat it last week. So oh. over the weekend, Snyder Cut had 1.8 million views, and Falcon and the Winter Soldier only had 1.7 million views. So DC DC's won that won that won that battle. Um, I said leading into Falcon and the Winter Soldier, that wasn't a good segue because I've got one, one more little bit of news to talk about. Oh God. <laughs> um, so. Um, it was just basically that um, I said it was a busy week at the start of the podcast. It's because uh, on Friday, as well as episode two of Falcon and the Winter Soldier and, and Mighty Ducks, we also got um, Invincible released on Amazon, Amazon Prime. So uh, it's based on a based on a comic book. I think it's Robert Kirkman who did The Walking Dead. Uh, it, I think the first three episodes dropped on Friday. I've watched the first one so far. Uh, it's very very good. It's co- it's a it's an animated show, um, but it's not for, it's not for kids. It's an eighteen. Um, it's got a really good cast so far. You got I've got it's ba- it's similar to it it's 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 like it's kind of like Justice League, uh, DC Superman. So it's basically got this guy called Omni Man who's basically the Superman of this universe. There's a group I can't remember the name of them, the Guardians or something. It's basically the Justice League. You've got like a Wonder Woman in there. There's a Batman in there, um, and it, it's about this guy's kid, this Omni Man's kid. Who and Omni Man is voiced by J.K. Simmons. So great, great cast straight away. His kid is Stephen Young from the walking dead um and it's basically him becoming you know getting his powers and becoming a superhero um and having to basically live under the fact that his dad is like it's kind of like it's basically sky high (laughs) sky high it's sky high basically Uh, but it's good mark hamill's in it as well so it's and there's there's loads more there's loads more but it's it's really good as i said first episode um was really good it's gonna i don't know how many episodes there are but the first three dropped on friday 
it's going to drop week by week after that um i'll obviously be watching it i have asked on twitter if anybody would be interested in us like you know touching on it each week reviewing it and stuff like that if you are let us know on on twitter or facebook if we don't hear anything we uh, we won't bother i'll just i'll just enjoy it myself um <laughs> but uh, but yeah it's good so it's worth a watch um right so any other news that you've got anthony no that's it fantastic right so let's get into uh falcon and winter soldier then um Again, obviously, spoilers. We're going to go through what we normally do. We're going to break down the episode, review it as we go, wrap it up at the end, um, and then we'll do we'll do ridiculous series at, at the end of the episode. Um, so, episode two of Falcon and Winter Soldier called The Star-Spangled Man. Didn't get a title until, like, after it had released because I hadn't heard anything about the title on Thursday, and when it released on Friday morning here, so it's 7 o'clock, I went on Disney Plus to see what it was called, and it still just had episode two. And I don't think it was until like 10 or 11 o'clock, so it had been out for hours, that it changed to the Star Spangled Man. Um, oh. Fairly clear, though, why it's called the Star Spangled Man. So it opens with uh, John Walker, uh, who is the new Cap, who people do not like on Twitter. Um, okay. But I think they, were try- they tried at the start to try and make you like him a little bit or understand him a little bit more. So it opens with him and he's in a locker room. It turns out it's his old high school <laughs> locker room. Um, and it, it, the whole scene is basically him seeing that he's, he's quite nervous about becoming the new Captain America. It's try, it, it's trying to humanise him, isn't it, to, to a degree. Yeah. So, he's, you know, he's, he's explaining to, he's explaining to I think it's his, it's his wife or his partner comes in and he's saying that there's a lot, there's a lot obviously a lot resting on him as the new Cap. Um, his, his mate comes in, uh, Lamar Hoskins, who we see for, you know, further down the line in the episode as well. Um, and he's, he's basically trying to put across the fact that as I said, there's a lot resting on him as the new Captain America, but also he just wants to get stuck in. He wants to go and, you know, fight terrorists or supervillains or whatever it is, but he's having to go through all these meetings and events and all that sort of stuff. And, and his He's just more government-y, isn't he? He is. He's a lot more, he's a lot more controlled than... Uh, I mean, straight away, you can tell it's like this... I mean, obviously, Steve was created by the government you know, for a purpose and stuff like that, but after he came back, or probably even before he got, you know, uh, frozen... He wasn't really doing as he was as he was told, was he? He was sort of no. his own. He was a sort of his own man. Um, and this guy is like that's probably what what the government didn't want, which is probably why they didn't give it to Sam. Um, for maybe further reasons that get explored there further down the line, I suppose. Um, but um, yeah, they they want somebody who they can tr- they can control. Um, and um, then yeah, so we we start off. We get the Marvel you know Marvel logo and all that sort of stuff. And we the the theme is. It's the Star Spangled Man from Captain America: The First Avenger, except it's a, it's a modernized version. Did you get onto that? That it's it's the song from, no. First Avenger. No, you know when you know in the First Avenger when Cap's doing his, um, like all the um, USO shows and all that sort of stuff. All the promotion stuff. Yeah, 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 that's the song. That's the song that plays over that. Except this is like a it's a it's a modernized version, as I said. Oh no, um, I didn't realize. So, so it's like he's, he's gone to this massive event. There's, there's people. He's signing autographs for people in his full costume. There's kid. There's toys. There's like action figures of him already of this new Captain America that he's signing. There's posters of him, and he's, he's doing a TV interview for Good Morning America, and it is the most cringeworthy thing. Oh my god, <laughs> it, it was, was awful. The start where he's like, "Good morning, America." It's like, oh sure, stop talking, just pack it in. Uh, but again, it's, tr- it's what it's clearly what they're trying to put him across as, isn't it? They're trying to put yeah. him across as this cringeworthy you know do, you know doing as he's told by the by the government um but we see that we do see like his like i think she'd be say he's like got like a glowy glowing resume um and like all the things he's done like you know he's, he's working on terrorism um he's, he's got like three medals he's the only the only 
person in the US military history to get three of these medals. Um, he's he's um, the one, some university wanted to test his body because he's so fit, even though he's not got any like super soldier serum or anything like that. So it's it's portraying him as look, he is like the the best a human can be basically um but he does make a very clear point though doesn't he he said he, he doesn't have super strength and it, it's like i think that gets touched on quite a bit throughout the episode to sort of confirm he's not got any superpowers this is just a dude he's a very very you know he's a he's like the peak of human fitness but he's not he's, he's not got superpowers he's still just he's still just a guy isn't he yeah um and then we and then while while they're while they're interviewing him we skip to bucky um He's just sitting on the floor, <laughs> sitting on the floor, rocking back and forth, <laughs> watching the telly uh, or the TV. Sorry. Um, and while he's watching it, they're talking about the the lady interviewing him, asks him about Steve, and he says, which is obviously what sets Bucky off. He says, even though I never met him, he feels like a brother to me. And obviously, you know, he wasn't Bucky's brother, Steve, but he was as close to he was as close as you can get. And he's he was like he's clearly upset. He doesn't like this fella straight away, does he? You can tell from. No. You can tell from that point, um, and then we skip to so we skip to Sam and Torres, who we don't really see much of in the episode, do we? I thought no. after the first episode, he was going to be like, you know, a main a character. bit more of a focus, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. when he showed up at the start of this, I was like, oh right, okay, you know, that that's it. He, he's you know he's here with Sam straight away, but I think we see him like another one, maybe, well, maybe one more time. But, and the, he's gone. but then it was heavenly action, wasn't it? In this one, it so was. maybe it will be it more was, the next yeah. episode. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Um, but so so he's he's I think Sam sees a poster of him and he says he's a good you know he, he looks like a good guy and that's when that's when Bucky um, shows up and he has a bit of a a bit of a go at Sam saying like he shouldn't have given up the shield it's not what he would have wanted um, but Sam's obviously just you know he's having none of it he's he's saying it's, it's his decision he did what he did what he thought was right basically um, mm-hmm. and then that's when he starts get Bucky gets roped into this whole fight against the the flag smashers so sam sam tell, let him know about the flag smashers what they're doing um he doesn't i think there's a mention of the fact that bucky doesn't trust red wing um because he's obviously trying sam loves red wing doesn't he? he's trying to push the fact that red wing's like <laughs> the best thing ever made um and that's when they have that big three conversation uh, that we saw in the trailers like aliens androids or wizards and this whole conversation about Doctor Strange not being a wizard and with it with a half being a sorcerer, like yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's quick because it's like the episode was really fu- it 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 set it right. It's really funny, but again, full of action and very serious at the same time. Yeah. Um, but it had just that right, just that right balance. Um, and but and basically he ends up he Bucky ends up saying, oh, you know, I'm coming, I'm coming with you. I'm I'm gonna help you help you deal with this." But I don't think Sam seems particularly happy. Um, and then we we see them on the on the on the jet or the plane. Uh, the people, you know, the what's it called? It's not a helicarrier. You know what I mean? It's like a military. Yeah. It's like a military jet. Um, and they're just staring each other out, and it's like they just they just don't like each other, do they? <laughs> they've got no. they've got a, res- a mutual respect for each other, but they do not like being around each other. They just wind each other up. The power of them. It's like. It's like it's like a bit of a love triangle, isn't it, between them two and Steve? It's like who, yeah. which one of us is his best friend, sort of thing. Yeah. Um, and they just don't. I thought once Steve was gone, they'd be like they'd be okay, but 
they still don't they still don't like each other they maybe will by the end they'll, they'll, they'll learn to be friends end. throughout the series i'm sure they will but i lo- <laughs> i hope they don't i hope that i hope it never gets to we're just best friends i hope it just stays as mutual respect because the banter yeah. they have through the whole episode is brilliant i was literally sat there killing myself laughing at some points yeah um, but yeah it, it needs to stay like that so uh bucky asks what the plan is um and sam doesn't tell him he just flies off out there out the jet um and then when he asks for he asks torres for a parachute doesn't he? he's like you can't have a parachute you're 200 feet off we're only 200 feet off the ground it's not high enough and again like very very sort of reminiscent of steve at the start of winter soldier he just jumps he just he yeah. just jumps out of the plane from 200 feet except whereas steve lands like nicely in the water and then just cracks on <laughs> <laughs> buggy just crashes through it's on the trees um it's just it's like it's it's similar but you're not quite you're not quite uh captain america and then he's got red wing floating above him uh you know just to just to wind him up yeah. um and that's it's quite fast quite fast paced the episode because we go straight to this warehouse where sam is um and he's found or red wing i think has found the flag smashes um and again you know they have like a difference of opinion sam wants to sort of wait it out see where they go probably use use red wing i assume to to track where they're going um and bucky just wants to get straight in he's like there's only there's only two of them i've got a vibranium arm i can uh, you know i can i can take them um but obviously it turns out it turns out there's more um and then like again there's loads more banter it's like sam calls him white panther he's like you're being all you're being all super stealthy you think because you've been in wakanda you're the white panther and stuff like that like having a little dig um and then the bit that made me laugh the most was when bucky's there and he's like i'm i'm already in here i'm ahead of you i'm beating you and then sam just rocks up next to him and he just turns around he looks at me like hello how are you <laughs> just like proper like banter between them is brilliant yeah. uh, they're just like kids it's just like a couple it's just like a proper couple of kids just constantly arguing um and then i think the thing that the thing that sort of kicks bucky off is they see what they think is a hostage or red wing sees what they think is a hostage um in the back of one of the vans and then obviously they, they chase down the vans we see bucky like running faster than these vans like again similar to how like you saw steve and t'challa running in infinity war just like you know 10 times faster than anybody else um and he basically catches up with the first van where they think there's hostages and you know jumps on it and opens the back door and i had a bit of a problem with this because he jumps he jumps on the first truck and there's another truck right behind it like five foot behind it and he opens the door and just leaves the door flat, you know, flopping in the in the wind, sort of thing. And it's like, why would you not think that the the, the second truck? Obviously, we know it wasn't a hostage, but wouldn't the second truck like beep? Yeah, or, or radio to, the first truck and say somebody's just broken into the back of your van. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it's like it's like a good like minute, and he's just like walking around, and it's like he makes no effort to shut the door or anything like that. It's no. like. What are you do? What are you doing? It's not stealthy. Not stealthy at all, is it? But I, I, and obviously we find out that you know probably why they didn't bother radioing through or anything like that because it turns out that this young girl who who they some think sort is of the trap hostage, really, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, potentially. I didn't even think of it as a trap. I thought she was just waiting out on the back of the van because obviously she turns out to be like the boss, doesn't she? But yeah, yeah potentially it was a trap. I'm just thinking they, because they in the in the um in the warehouse they made yeah. the noise. Ah, they, they did, were, didn't they? Yeah, so I'm I'm thinking they've quickly gone, put air in the back, make it look like that, so that we'll draw them out, kind of thing. Yeah, Don't yeah. Know. No, I, which is yeah, okay, yeah. Which is not obviously another reason why they wouldn't sort of radio through to the first van. Yeah, uh, but yeah, yeah. No, it makes sense now. I, I, yeah, but it still doesn't make sense why Bucky would just think he can just leave the back door open. Because Bucky doesn't give a shit. Van. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. I suppose. Yeah, but I don't know. He knows there's loads of them. 
But yeah, may- maybe, maybe it is. He just doesn't give yeah, a but shit. But he's got his arm, Annie. That's what he's thinking. He's got, he's got a I've got my arm, arm Annie. He has. He has. Um, but anyway, so so this this girl in the back is she is a young girl. I was going to say she isn't a young girl. She is a young girl. Um, but um, she's basically she she's not a hostage. She's a she's a super soldier. She's got, she did do a know, proper sickening grin, didn't she? She did. Like that yeah, was creepy was like, as hell. Just she didn't have to tell you she was a bad guy or that she's evil or anything like that. Just that just that grin. It was yeah. just like oh shit, we've made the wrong decision. <laughs> she's not a hostage. I immediately regret this decision. Hundred yeah, <laughs> um, percent. And she just kicks she, she kicks him up, punches him straight out the back door onto the. Yeah. Yeah. Onto the onto the next one, and then he gets pulled up onto the top. See, then and there was my next question: How was that truck still driving after that? Yeah, just saying. Yeah, continuity errors. Continuity errors. Come on it's, turning now. The it's turning into the X Men universe. <laughs> it's not good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not that bad. Um, nothing is. Um, so, uh, so yeah, and then we we basically have this massive, you know, this massive fight starts um, again at the very start. Sam sends Red, Red Wing in and this and starts shooting this girl, and she just grabs it and smashes it over her knee. And again, Bucky's just like, I've always wanted to do that. He's literally being restrained <laughs> by these two super soldiers. And he still can barely it, yeah. talk, and he's like, oh, I've always wanted to do that. Um, and then. Um, and then yeah, so Sam rolls up. They are, there's obviously a, a fight between the you know so there's there's Bucky and Sam and there's loads of these super soldiers, and Bucky to a degree seems to be able to hold his own, but with them being super soldiers, Sam gets Sam gets beat pretty pretty quickly and has to has to fly away, um, and then the new Cap rolls up on a on a helicopter um, with his with his mate uh, Hoskins, and they do this horrible cheesy like little elbow elbow oh, bump so when they get on it and it's just like oh it. god you're not superheroes stop it or they, they're obviously new to the whole thing they're new to the whole thing i hope i mean i know i assume by the end of this by the end of this that then probably yeah you know, by the end of the series he's not going to be the cat he's not going to be cap anymore john walker and hopefully hoskins will go as well but it's like would that would that automatically like get them in the avengers or anything like that just but the fact that he's the new cap I assume no. it wouldn't, would it? Because you know, good. Because they they think that they think they're brilliant. Um, <laughs> you take you, just you say me. good like you've just taken my answer. Like well, I am. I'm taking it, mate. I am. I am taking. I'm taking it. That that's it. Yeah, that's it. I'll take it. I just needed. So, I just needed confirmation. Just somebody yeah, else to tell me it'll all, it'll all be okay, and they're not going to be in the. They take one look at him and go, "What a tosser," and what then send him on his way. Pillock with the stupid elbow bumps and all that sort of stuff. Tony Stark um, would have a field day with him. Let's be honest. I know. If he was alive, no, then they're not good. But that's what that's what they're supposed to be. That's what supposed to be isn't it you're yeah. supposed to not like these guys or yeah. you know, not be impressed with them um and you're not you're not impressed because obviously bucky and sam get knocked off the off quite quickly um off the vans um and then the new uh, i'm gonna keep calling him cap 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 and hoskins get absolutely hammered so hoskins is just like getting throttled by by one of them cap manages to save him but he's got a gun yes he's a gun to obviously fight these guys oh, i was fuming um, over that by the way isn't cap but cap's used a gun before Cap used the gun in the first Avenger and Avengers. He used, he used the, guns. In in a, in the first um in the first Captain America though that yeah. was during wartime so that was a bit different. I suppose yeah. Um, and I suppose in Avengers he only used it to break something didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, I suppose. Okay, we'll give him a pass on that. This guy doesn't get a pass though. No. Twat, I don't like him. Um, so, um, so basically, he gets, he gets. Um, so Hoskins gets not gets thrown off the van, um, and then um, Cap just gets literally gets his ass handed to him by this girl. Like seconds, he just gets just gets punched off the off the van and lands on this car behind. Um, now this is. They get away. I'm sorry, this is my other thing. If he's what? got no superhuman strength or anything, how does like he survive that? that? 
how well how did he not have like padding. some form how could he get up and walk away from it do you know what I mean there was no like padding lots injury. of padding lots of padding no I'm sorry I don't he's got a padded that. he's got a padded it's not a very padded suit though is it it was just like no. at the very start it was just in like a suit bag a normal suit bag yeah yeah I don't know it's a it's a it's a it's a comic book it's a comic book TV series <laughs> there we go there's superheroes there's literally there's literally <laughs> like Wanda Wanda and Doctor Strange but we, we can't but surely we can yeah we'll have to just buy the fact that this guy can survive he landed on the glass that's probably cushioned his cushioned his fall to a degree hasn't it seriously because mm, sure. that would break down anyway we di- we digress not like us obviously um, but um, <laughs> so so after after that the the flag smashers get away um, and then we we cut to um uh salmon salmon bucky um and they they basically again they're just arguing they're just they're just walking along arguing whose fault it was and all that sort of stuff but again they they confirm that these guys obviously are being super soldiers there must be a super soldier serum somewhere so they they need to find it to which was is clear obviously they need to make sure that nobody else is getting this and it's not getting sort of spread out um anywhere else um, and then that's when Cap and Hoskins roll up in this jeep and you know try and get them to join their team. Shall we? Shall we say that they're just they obviously just want to get them get them on side. Um, but they're not they're not interested at all. That you know um, Bucky's not having any of it. He clearly doesn't like like the new Cap. Um, he has a bit of a dig, doesn't need a new Cap, and says the suit the uh, the ser- the super soldier serum's not gro- not got the greatest track record. Um, you know, meaning you know people tend to go to go crazy with it um, yeah i.e. bucky no i think he says no offense doesn't he um, yeah. but again the plug-in the proper pushing i mean this is all leading up to my theory at the end which is probably a really big easy theory but it's it's leading up to that but like the, the the hammering the fact that there's super soldier serum out there and then it makes people go a little bit a little bit nuts and stuff um and we find out there to a degree i had to rewind this because i couldn't really understand what they were saying but we get a little bit of an idea as to what cap and hoskins like actual mission is um, and the way I sort of read it was that since the blip, the trying obviously there hasn't you know there haven't been really borders and stuff like that, which is what the which is what the flag smashers are trying to do. They're trying to have like one united world, um, and their cap and Hoskins' job is so that while the government are sort of going back to pre-blip positions, their job is to make sure no one stops that happening. So i.e. to to stop terrorist organizations like the flag smashers. Um, and they basically want Bucky and Bucky and Sam to help, um, and then that's when we find out. I think Bucky says to Hoskins, "Who are you?" And he says he's one of our Hoskins, and they ask for a little bit more, and he he says, "I'm Battlestar," <laughs> and that's his that's his superhero slash non superhero. I've got no superpowers name, Battlestar, and Bucky's just like, "Nope, nope, bye. I'm going. I'm not having any of that. Your name's not Battlestar. It's the stupidest name." Um, so uh, so yeah, so he get, he gets out, um, and then. Um, and then Cap says, Cap says he wants it's a Sam. He wants Steve, he wants Steve's wingman by his side, and he's like, no, no, you shouldn't have said that either. So, so I'm I'm going as well, basically. Um, and then so after that, we skip to the we skip to the flag smashers. Um, stupid name, can't wait to stop calling them the flag smashers. But we 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 skip to the flag smashers, um, and they're obviously uh, they're basically setting up in they're, they're giving being given shelter and food um, by by this family. Um, so there's obviously like a lot of people who are supporting supporting the cause, but it's like Torres said in the first episode, he gets he, he gets why they're doing it, it but yeah. it's obviously not the it, it's not it, which again is good, you know, like we talk about like I bring it up every week the Marvel villain problem, like just doing things for the sake of it, but again it's 
they're not just trying to destroy things that they've got like a logical reason even though it's not yeah. the right way to do it, it it sort of makes sense in their head um and then the, the young girl like we can you know, we know what her name is now carly and we find out her name's carly she gets a text uh, and it says you took what was mine i'm gonna find you and kill you uh very blunt it's like Liam Neeson on the other side, on the other end. I have a very particular sense <laughs> I of I will find you. I will find you, and I will kill you. Um, it's probably not. It'd be brilliant. Can you imagine if Liam Neeson rolled up as the body in this, just like <laughs> randomly? Um, it's probably not, though. No. Um, I'm, I'm going to just, every time this guy gets referenced now, I'm just going to think it's Liam Neeson. Um, so, um, so she gets that text and doesn't tell anybody. Um, and then the the rest of the flag smashers are pulling up like in, Interpol things on the computer, and we find out what her name is. So she's obviously wanted, and her name is Carly Morgenthau. Um, now in the comics, that is a that is a reference in the comics. So in the comics, that they've changed it slightly because it was a guy called Carl Carl Morgenthau, and he was there wasn't a group in the comics called the Flag Smashers, um, but there was one one villain called Flag Smasher, and he had the same his. His sort of like motive was the same as the Flag Smashers is. So to to create one united world where, you know, there weren't loads of different countries, there was one government ruling the whole thing and his way of doing it was via you know, via terrorism basically and just trying to, you know, destroy as many institutions as he could. But yeah. um that that's what that that's where that's where they've got Carly from. Um, but obviously they've changed it from, from Carl to Carly. Um uh, and she she mentions as well, she says, um, after tomorrow there's no going back so obviously we haven't got to tomorrow yet but that's obviously leading up to something massive happening they're, they're going to do something huge you know like yeah. terrorist related in in episode three um so that's that's sort of sort of setting that up um and then we go to we cut back to sam and bucky and i think they are on, oh yeah they're on the they're on the jet again um and bucky's bucky's still clearly very upset and he basically says we let's just take the shield let's just basically let's, let's find john walker go back get john walker and just take the shield off him and just go <laughs> and do it do it themselves what they don't need the shield like it's just you know it's, it's you know it's, i suppose it's, it's, you know, it's, a pretty, it's pretty decent else, it? it is yeah it's a decent weapon isn't it but i think it is just to for them to sort of take over steve's role rather than this guy doing it yeah um but sam basically says we, we can't he says last time we stole it they didn't really they didn't steal it when did they steal the shield? He said, "Do you not happen? Do you not remember what happened last time we stole it?" Now are they just saying it's like it's, it's like, um, like a metaphor, because he said he says that last time we did last time it happened, Sharon was branded an enemy of the state, so we fi- so that's obviously what happened to happened to Sharon, um, and we basically ended up me and Steve ended up on the run for two years, so that's clearly sort of saying what happened well, after Civil War. Yeah, well, he left but... He left the shield with Tony. Oh, yeah. He didn't He didn't take it. He left the shield with Tony. He said that because Tony said when he walked away, he said, that's not that's not your shield. That's not yours. It's my dad's. My dad gave it to you. And he do- he dropped it on the floor and left it. And Steve, uh, Tony had to give him back didn't at the start he, of Endgame. Didn't he fight with it, though, in the big no. fight in Civil War? Yeah, but that was after. Oh. That was before. That was before him and Tony fought. So okay. I, d- I don't know whether they're saying like take up the mantle or just rob the mantle because he wasn't even Captain America, either, was he? But whatever yeah. happened, he didn't. Oh, they, did, they didn't steal. They didn't steal the shield. And I, I can only assume that it's like it's being used as a metaphor to a, yeah. to, to a degree. Otherwise, we're getting into we're getting X Men and X Men continuity again. Um, but he basically said, and and Sam says, look, we we can't. Me and you together, even though there's two of us, and I think he says, even though you've got a vibranium in an arm, we can't go and take all these super soldiers together. You know, there's there's loads of them. There are at least eight there. There's probably more. 
we're not going to be able to take it. Um, and that's when Bucky says, "There's some, the, there is something else we can do. There's someone, there's, there is someone you need to meet." Um, and it's quite interesting where we go with that. Oh, because we and we, go, we we go straight onto it now. I thought there was something else. No, we go straight onto it. So we go to we go to uh, Baltimore, um, and with Sam and Bucky. Um, it sounds like we were with them. We were, we go to Baltimore with Sam, Sam and Bucky. <laughs> um, but there's a very very specific tone to this, and I didn't think we were going to go down this this tone and this. It went with it. very heavy. Compared no, but it's to what good. We thought it'd do. No, no, it's, no, it's, it is good. It, it's good. I just didn't think they'd go down this route, I just, and I yeah. think it's very, very brave of Disney to go down to to go down this that, route. That's what I meant um, by heavy. I meant it yeah. like politically for Disney. It yeah, was, it was quite a lot for what. Yeah, but we it's good because I to beat around the bush, but mention it enough that people acknowledge that it's mentioned. Well, they don't. That they sense. don't. Yeah, they but don't then, mention it specifically, do they? But no. it's it's so heavily implied, yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's and it's it's probably the best way of doing it. For for Disney, because at the end of the day, this is a. I know it's not a PG. This it's a, it's a, you know thirteen plus in America and twelve in the UK, but it's it's still aimed to a degree at kids, isn't it, or young, yeah. or young teenagers? Um, but they, you know, I suppose it's good because they need to they need to know the, these things. So I mean, you can. Yeah. The, the, I think the thing that sets the tone straight away is the fact that this kid sees Sam walking down the street and he's like, "Oh, it's the Black Falcon." And he's like, yeah. my name's not Black Falcon. I'm, I'm not Black Falcon. I'm just the Falcon. And he's obviously trying to say, you know, like, you don't have to distinguish me because I'm black. Um, and that obviously sets sets the tone for the rest of it. So they go to this house um, and they ask for this guy called Isaiah. Uh, Isaiah. And obviously the, the kid the kid who opens the door, will, you know, at first won't let them in. Um, they, they get in eventually. Um, and we meet we, Isaiah. Sorry, we meet Isaiah. Um, and... It basically turns out he's you know he's, a, he's an old fella he's he's a, he's a black man, um and it turns out that he he fought Bucky in the fifties, um because he's, he's you know they have the conversation doesn't like Bucky still, um and he said you know he obviously did did well against him because he said he took half his arm, um and he whooped his ass, um so he's basically and he's he's so it's heavily implied that he's obviously a super soldier and further on in the scene he gets really wound up and he throws his tobacco tin and it just literally goes into the wall it just bursts through the wood yeah and goes into the wall so he clearly is a super soldier um and again he he's from the comics um so in the comics isaiah bradley was um he was a super soldier in in the 50s at the same time as cap and at one point he was he was captain america so he was the black captain america for a short time um clearly different in this history uh so in this history he was basically used used and abused by the government so they, they had a they, they used him as a captain america but he wasn't this big you know you know in front of the cameras sort of thing and it's clearly because he was because he was a black man um and they didn't want to they didn't want to be portraying a black man as being as being super strong um and after the after they used him for what they needed they basically locked him up locked him up for 30 years did tests on him and all that sort of stuff possibly something to do with the fact that we've now got this additional serum um but very 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 heavy and yeah but needed to, you know very good that they've that they've included it um somebody um he says as well when he throws the tobacco tin in the wall he says he says to um to bucky it wasn't just it you know it was your people testing on me as well who wouldn't leave me alone um and we find out what your people means later on um also in there though we see um his his grandson the the guy the the, the young lad who opens the door he is he's also from the comics so he's a he's a guy called Eli Bradley um and he's one of the young avengers 
so there's a, there's obviously like a team of like teenage avengers in the comics um and he's basically the the young avengers version of captain america called patriot um so there's quite a lot of names getting dropped in this you know like big characters from the comics within one episode um so it's quite i think potentially to a degree like setting up phase four or potentially even phase five in the future by dropping these big characters into the into it throughout um so anyway he's not he's not interested in helping him so he so they leave um and sam's fuming sam's like livid the fact that there's a black cap there's been a, basically a black captain america in the 50s and no one's told about no one knew about it no one's told him about it and i think sam in particular is upset because potentially to a degree it's why he didn't step up as captain america because he didn't want to be maybe the first black captain america um and if i think bucky says like steve didn't know because i want didn't want isaiah being sort of like harassed or anything like that he just wants him yeah. to be left alone um and then again we get a really it's uncomfortable to watch but it needs to be seen um yeah. these two cops roll up and they're just they're just ha- purely having a go at sam literally a word hasn't been said but they just go straight for sam and they even say to bucky is this guy bothering you and it's clearly just because it's because he's because he's a black man walking down the street and yeah. it's disgusting but it, it, it happens it's probably like a cheesy way of saying it is this guy bothering you but it's you know it's disney-fied to a degree but and the fact yeah. that as soon as they realize he's falcon it's like oh sorry sorry that's absolutely fine it's just like but it's you know it's, and we're not a political podcast obviously but it, you know it is going on it does happen and it's you know it's, it's good that it's being touched on in this um yeah. so i think it's you know i think we need to applaud disney for for taking a stance to it, a degree yeah and making it making it part of the storyline yeah um so in the end anyway they 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 arrest bucky <laughs> rather than arresting sam um <laughs> and it's because he's basically missed his therapy so uh, he's obviously been pardoned as sam said he got pardoned by the president but because he's missing his his court ordered th- therapy they they have to they have to take him in um and then we go to we go to him in jail we see uh, dr rayner again who's his therapist from the first episode um and then we find out that um bucky has been released uh, but he's been released by uh, by John Walker rather than rather than the doctor because John obviously wants wants is desperate for Bucky and Sam to help and what I noticed about this straight away because John's I mean we'll go through it in a bit more detail in a minute but John's whole uh, sort of character now seems to have changed he's a bit like cocky and a bit arsy and yeah. he's like He's not being portrayed now. Literally, just straight away from this and the rest of the time you see him in the episode, he's not being portrayed as just like a really nice guy who's just doing the job. It's like in that short space of time, it's kind of gone to his head a little bit and he feels like he should be in charge and Bucky and Sam should be doing as they're told now because he's the new Captain America. And they've done it. And one thing they've done is like classic, like like South Park and everything. They've given him a little bit of a beard and a goatee. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like he's evil now he's got a goatee he's bad so we've given him we've given him a beard because he looks edgy now rather than clean cut <laughs> like proper clean cut and he does that and it's like it's, it's to, just so subtle but it's a way of doing it to an extent in civil war that's what they that's what they did with cap wasn't it didn't he grow a beard he while not, he was kind it, of on the not, run and stuff like that he grew it he grew it after civil war so was he, it had after it, it? he had it when oh, he came okay. back in infinity war uh yeah but to make him look more edgy to, you know it makes him look more edgy but it's just like such a subtle little thing you just got he's not like got a full beard but he's just got like a little bit of darker stubble now and it's just like that that's proper what they're doing with him just to make him look a little bit more like a bad guy i've got a beard am i, I must be a bad guy so one of that one of them isn't same it? um <laughs> but i won't say beard it's like a bit of fluff on me chin but we we try we try <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> so um so 
uh, we th- so basically Dr. Rayner says says that you're having a court to Bucky, you're having a court order therapy session now. Um, and she drags Sam in as well. And she's basically trying to that again, it's just like five minutes of banter between I the think two of them. I was gonna say this was like my favourite scene in this, this episode. This was so it was just I so good. So much. So so she gets them to do this soul gazing exercise, uh, and basically just stare at each other. Um just just to you know, to look into each other's soul basically. And they just have to get closer and closer and closer to the point where their legs are like interlocked. And we've seen it in the trailers, I think, or in promotional material, but it's just so funny. And then they just automatically start competing with each other and having a staring, staring contest. contest. It's brilliant. <laughs> so so good. Um But uh, which is why I don't want them to become best friends. I like yeah. that I like the I like the fact that they don't like each other, but there's that respect um and then it sort of it, it gets you know we break down sort of what bucky's pro- not what bucky's problem is with with sam but what bucky's problem is with sam at the moment maybe so he basically yeah. says like you know you shouldn't have you, you shouldn't have given up the shield and he, he sort of sums up he says steve believed steve believed in you and he believed you were the one who should be the sea should have the shield and maybe if you've given it up steve was wrong and that might mean that he was wrong about me because obviously Steve is like to Bucky, you are a good guy. You're not a villain. You're not evil or anything like that. And I think he's starting yeah. to anything that sort of rocks. He's obviously relied so much on Steve telling him you're not a villain. You are a good, you know, you're a good man. Has anything to sort of rock that is sort of shaking him up and making him doubt himself and yeah. his recovery to to a degree. Um, but um, uh, and basically Sam Sam says again. He says, you know. I just did what I thought was the right thing to do. And, you know, I've got my own reasons for it. And I think he says, you know, like you and you and Steve will probably never understand why. Um, and I think, again, it, you know, that's sort of hinting at the fact that, he, you know, he doesn't want to be, you know, not whether he deserves to be Captain America because he's black, but, like, does he want to put himself in that position? Because there, yeah. would, be, there would be hate. And, he don't, and, you know, I fully appreciate why he wouldn't want to put himself in that position. Yeah. Um, but Sam shuts it down. He basically says, "Look, it's over. We're done. You know, we're done. Let's sort of squash this for now. Let's go and me and you will team up one last time. We'll go and stop these flag smashes, and then we'll, we'll go our separate ways. We, you know, we won't get involved with each other. Never see each other again, and, that, and that's it." Um, so, so they go outside. They leave, um, and then there's John, John Walker with his evil goatee. Um, look at. Have you ever? <laughs> have you never seen? Have you ever seen that episode of South Park where there's like? There's like evil character, evil yeah. versions of the kids come, and, and they've, they've all got, all got the, the goatees. They've all got goatees. Yeah, it yeah. just instantly reminded me of that. Um, so he stood, he stood there with his with his little beard, um, and um, he basically says that they know the flag smashers last location, and they don't know where they are right now, but they've they, you know they've been tracking them, um, and he wants them to he wants them to team up. And Sam quite rightly basically says, look, you two work you two work for the government. You've got to follow specific rules. You've got to get approval before you do X Y Z we don't we're free agents we can just go in so it doesn't make sense for us to team up let we'll go and do our thing you go and do your thing and it's not sort of like he's not trying to be aggressive and saying sort of like you know screw you i'm not you know i'm not playing ball it's like i read it as you know we'll probably do better separately because we're not restricted like you um but he's but john walker and again he sort of shows the true colors here he says well if you're not going to go if you're not going to do what i say stay the hell out of my way and again that's showing that Maybe it's going a bit to his head, or yeah. maybe you know, maybe he's just trying to prove himself to a degree, and he doesn't want anybody cocking it up. But nah, he's an it's arsehole. sort of yeah, he's an arsehole. We just don't like him, twat. Um, <laughs> so then we um, we cut to we cut to Slovakia, which is where Carly and the Flag Smashers are, um, and someone comes running up to Carly and basically says they found us. Um, the, you know, the founders, they're coming. They're they're, they're going to be here like now, and I think at first it's like, is it Sam? Is it John? 
um, and he says it's the power brokers men um, and the the power broker is another character from the comics and he's sort of at this point I would imagine being portrayed you know set up as another villain obviously we've got Zemo and we know Zemo's in it but being set up as another villain of the of the of the show whether it is Zemo but I don't know what he'd be doing from prison like how much power he'd maybe have from prison um, but I would imagine it's probably going to be a different a different character in this because uh, I think it I think it is in the comics um, and basically what ha- what happens is that one of the flag smashers stays behind holds off the power brokers men gets gets killed doing so so that Carly and the rest of the Carly and the rest of the flag smashers can can get away and again it shows to a degree Carly's human side because I think she's crying isn't she when, yeah, she, she's when, when they fly her away so again yeah yeah, yeah. so she, again you know it's, she's not just evil for the sake of being evil she's doing what she thinks is right even though it's it's you know not the right way of doing it yeah um and then just before the end of the episode we go back to we go back to sam and bucky and sam and bucky mentions the fact that isaiah had said um my people are your people um and i think sam thinks he means white people and he's like he didn't mean it that way um yeah and he says no 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 he means hydra because it was because hydra were obviously doing things so so they basically need to they need to find out what hydra know um about like the super serum and they need to go and speak to the one person who knows everything about Hydra, which just happens to be Zemo. So they're going to have to go. And, he, and Sam says, what are you going to do? You're going to go and sit in a room with this guy? And he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to. Which is very brave considering the, the sort of like how on edge he just seemed to be about is he good or is he bad? Knowing that this guy could literally just rattle off a few words and have Bucky just pure evil again straight away. It yeah. might, I mean, unless something's been done to stop the mind wipe. But... You know, if this if Zemo's remembered the you know the the list of words, and there's ten words, isn't there? And yeah. If he's remembered them, like homecoming and stuff, could he just send? Is that is that where we're gonna go, or are we just gonna sort of forget? You know, forget that that happened, or just assume that something's been done to sort of stop, stop the programming. But and then we get a we get a shot of Zemo, don't we, in prison? Yeah. Um, and then and that that is the that is the end of the episode. Um. In my opinion, I mean, the first episode was really good of the series, but this just like completely stepped it up. Fan, yeah. Really good episode, so much more fast paced, and, and again, I like the fact that we've just dropped. I mean, like how many notes I've got written down here about like you know different characters like Carly and the Power Broker and um, Black Star and Isaiah and Eli and all that sort of stuff. Just so many new characters, classic yeah. characters from the comics, but so many characters dropped into it which we didn't really get. I know obviously we got characters in like WandaVision, but the only like big character we got from WandaVision was uh, from the comics was Agatha really, wasn't it? Everyone else yeah. was just sort of like in the background, you know, non I think we all thought they were going to be more important. You know, and it'd be like, oh, is this person is Dotty this person from the comics? We also it? thought there were going to be more. Like because there were so many theories with with that yeah. one that other comic yeah. people were going to come into it and they never did. Whereas with this one, we've been introduced to a hell of a lot more before we've even had time to consider what could what could exactly. go down exactly yeah so it's 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 good and i like i like the fact that it's, it's much more fast i said much more fast paced in the fact that there's more action it seems to you know it's it does it's like non-stop the episode compared yeah. to particularly compared to the first one but i like it and i think i think they are setting up you know and there's a few bits in like ridiculous series that we'll go through but i think they are sort of laying using this to lay the groundwork to a degree for yeah. the future of for the future of the MCU, I mean, we're gonna clearly at the end we're gonna have a new cap, aren't we? So we're gonna have the new leader of the Avengers sort of set up, I would imagine, at the end of this, at the end yeah. of the series. But um, but yeah, good. What do you think? Good episode. Yeah, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I am, um, 
again action like the fact that there was just so much action in it i am um, still wondering when we're gonna get i am um, sharon when she's gonna come into yeah it. i was surprised we didn't get everything in this episode but obviously we got a mention of her so i would i would guess we'd probably get her in next week's episode yeah you'd think because I, but I was thinking as well when we were watching it it's like apart from probably apart from the bits of sh- apart from the few shots of sharon so apart i can't, I can't even say this apart from the few <laughs> shots of sharon um there wasn't we like the the footage that we've seen in the trailers we've pretty much seen most of it now i think there's like a, you know there's a clip of zemo getting in a in a van and obviously the bit of um bucky practicing with the shield in his garden but yeah even some of those shots of book of of Sam practicing with the shield, I think were used in the little montage they did of John practicing with the shield. Yeah, you know when it was just the shield bouncing around. Yeah, some of them seem to be them from the trailers. So I, I don't know. Maybe the trailers were a fake, complete fake out because as I said, they've, they've you know Marvel done stuff they've before, done it before like that with like Hulk yeah, in yeah. the Infinity War trailer. So it, it it could very well be, but um. But yeah, I'm 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 really I mean I was already excited for episode two, but it was a slow start. Episode one, I'm I'm really really hyped up for for episode three. I'm really looking forward to that. Um, but yeah, Sam, should we do should we do ridiculous theories? Go on, go on. We'll do ridiculous theories. So Let's this week it. we have we've started to get which is really good. We've started to get some listeners um, sending ridiculous theories, which is brilliant. Where obviously we're made up people are getting involved with the uh, with the podcast. Um, so. First ridiculous theory that I've got down is from um, they're all from Twitter. Um, so there's a geeky Nate from from Twitter um, mentioned Nate in a, in previous episodes. He is like he he basically gives me all the information that I don't know comic book related on Twitter, and he basically fill, fills me in on the bits that I've missed. So um, so <laughs> thank you very much for that, Nate. Um, now he he gave me this theory before like a week and a bit ago. I think it no yeah just about a week ago he gave me this theory just after episode one came out this whole this whole theory and you wouldn't think so having just watched the last episode so his theory or the full theory but the first bit of his pose was that Falcon and the Winter Soldier will introduce Eli Bradley as Patriot that was his theory last week and he said he'd probably end up show up in the next episode so i'm starting to think that nate may be working for marvel <laughs> because he was absolutely spot on there um and he basically he, he said he's he's young cap in, in the event he's basically the young version of cap in event in the kid in the young avengers um he also says he also thinks that we'll then get a kid loki so a young version of loki which is heavily rumored to to show up in the Loki series, there's been rumors online that there's that some kid who's been cast in it. It's all being sort of kept quite hush hush as to who he's playing, um, and there's rumors and things going around and like little some conversation that this kid had on Instagram that he might be portraying a kid version of Loki because I think we're getting a female version of Loki as well through like all the different multiverse. So uh, we could we could end up getting the kid Loki, um, and then we're already getting a Miss Marvel clearly because we know that's coming out and then he also reckons that we'll in secret invasion get um a character called hulkling who is another one of the young avengers he's basically half kree half scroll um he's like obviously can shapeshift and stuff like that but he's got superhuman strength and stuff um and that would basically form the team of the the first young avengers so he thinks all this thing all these things that are going on we're getting drip fed a young avengers team to to sort of go forward um in in phase four or phase five um and as mu- as good as i thought that was 
as now I didn't know th- I, didn't, I doubted it to a degree and now that we've already literally we've got Eli Bradley in the first literally a week <laughs> later I'm like right okay he knows what he's talking about um so that was his first one he also gave me he also gave me a uh, a theory about DC he said that he reckons that DC because I think we mentioned the Super Pets movie last week oh, he yeah. thinks that DC's exciting plan is to push everything into the Super Pets movie and hope that it saves the DCEU because dogs and cats sell <laughs> <laughs> he reckons they're putting all their eggs in that basket that it's all just super pets people love dogs people love cats let, let, let's go with that winner, winner. um that's easy isn't it that's straightforward yeah. um we had um another theory uh on twitter from corellia christina um and she reckons it's a dc theory uh thinks that um the next shazam movie will reference the snyder cut um to to a degree whether it's like you know full on or you know sort of like little sort of thing in the background he said um they said like in the first um in the first shazam movie they had a bit of a jab at aquaman um like i think shazam holds up a fish and says like why would anybody want the power to talk to fish what a useless what a useless power and stuff like that so it has a jab (laughs) at that um so they reckon that it's going to um reference how the the fact that there have been different versions of the justice league and leave it quite vague so that we're not sure which version is which version is the canon version or which version is shazam following kind of like maybe like in deadpool whether it's like breaking the fourth wall or not but like in deadpool it's like which timeline am i in sort of thing um (laughs) so i could see that because it's very like it's 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 very comedy focused isn't it shazam so i I like i like that one i thought that was good um and then um finally on twitter we had um sarah on twitter and her theory is kind of like sort of like poo-pooing on other people's theories but it's still it's a it's a theory so uh she reckons that the the even though people are theorizing it's going to happen we're not going to get x-men at all in falcon and winter soldier um she thinks it's far too soon obviously there's the reference to mandrapore but it's just going to be used as a reference um again like as a bit of like which is what i said to you wasn't it like yeah it's it's like it's established isn't it exactly like in like wakanda wakanda was mentioned in iron man 2 it was mentioned in avengers uh wasn't mentioned in iron man 2 i think it was on when tony's getting interviewed or debriefed by nick fury at the end wakanda's in one of the is in one of the pictures in the background um She says she does think they probably already exist. They're in hiding the mutants, so not so some huge thing isn't going to create them. Um, but um, she doesn't think it'll be. We, we'll see any of them um, in in Falcon and Soldier, and I would probably agree. I think it'd be nice if we did, but at the same time, we've already had so many people yeah. introduced, haven't we? So yeah, uh, yeah. And then finally, that um, so for my my theory, then have you got a theory? I have got a theory. Go on, right, I'll do my theory first then. Because okay. we normally do yours first, so let's do mine first. So I reckon, so that my theory is it prob and it, it's probably obvious this, but it's all I could think of this week. We've we've met or we haven't met, but we've we've heard about the power broker from who was obviously the person who's chasing Carly and the flag smashers. Um, I reckon what's going to happen is because apparently this happens in the comics. John Walker and Battlestar, let's call him, are going to find out who this guy is. And they're going to go after him because they keep getting their ass handed to them by the flag smashers. And they're going to get him to give them super serum to become powerful. And they're going to go mental, or not not mental, uh, but they're going to start going dark off it because yeah. they're not because they're not. Obvi- well, I mean, they, they seem like genuine guys, like, but it's not going to it's not going to go right, and they're going to end up they're going to end up bad and probably get locked up. And you know, we've got them as future supervillains to a degree, maybe. Yeah. Um, but that's that's my theory. That's where I think. And I think I think whatever the power broker's got will probably get refined at the end for Sam. 
and that, yeah. that Sam will get Sam will get super serum and become the new cap because he's not. It clearly isn't going to work for him not to have super serum because when you're going up against people like flag smashers, you're not going to be able to do it. And yeah. I think obviously we could get Bucky as the new cap, but I just don't think it's going to happen. Not yeah. now that they're taking. Not now the fact that they're addressing like the whole racism thing. Um, yeah. And Black Lives Matter. Not not that they've addressed Black Lives Matter, but they've addressed the the thing there. And I think I think it's right that that. I mean, it's it's a shame that Bucky's never going to get to hold the mantle, but I think it's 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 where they need to go with it. Um, yeah. So I think I think they'll need to give him super serum to to go down that route. So that's my theory. It, it is a theory, but I think it's quite obvious to a degree. But that's what I that's what I reckon it's going to be. So mine's a smaller theory. Mine's not cool. like a big story arc type situ. Yeah. So um, Red Wing just got destroyed, didn't it? He did. And in the he series. Hit. In the series, like one of Falcon's abilities is that he can talk to birds. Yeah. I think that they are going to redesign Red Wing to actually be a bird, a, 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 bird, a mechanical bird. Yeah. Um, somebody, so reckon... somebody at Marvel's seen the fact that the DC universe are going down the super pets route and thinks we need some super pets up in let's here. Just, let's just throw, a, <laughs> let's just throw a bird in, yeah. No, no, but I, no, but I think that because, like, just to kind of give it a little bit more relation to the comics, I think yeah. having Red Wing as an actual bird. And, and Sam be, can talk to him. Cool. Well, it might, I don't know, it might be like a Jarvis situ, mightn't it? I don't know. That is the most random theory ever. It is, well it is a random theory, but well I think done. it'd be... I don't think, Anthony, that any of these other theories were ridiculous this week. Well done. <laughs> well done for bringing in a ridiculous one. <laughs> Cheers, man. <laughs> no, it could, I suppose. No, you know what? It could, though, couldn't it? I don't think he'll be able to talk to the bird, but, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if at the end, like... Yeah, I think you probably, you know, like at at the very end of the series, like as like maybe like a gift from Bucky or yeah. something like that, like a proper like an actual bird, an actual falcon called Red Redwing. I could see that. Yeah. I could see that happening. You know, I don't think he'll be able to talk to him, but yeah, I I think that'd be quite interesting actually. Yeah, I like that. It's not that ridiculous actually. Well done. You you sold me. You didn't even say anything. You've sold me. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just let it. I just had to let it settle in your mind for five minutes. Yeah, yeah. I just had to let it settle in my head. Uh, but yeah, no, I like that. I like that. It's good. Um, all right, so right, so um, yeah, all I think we're we're all done, aren't we? Um, yeah. So um, obviously a couple couple of quick shout outs. Um, as said to to Nate uh, Geek and Nate on um on Twitter. Um. Obviously, thanks for thanks for helping us with the as as you always do with the uh, little bit of information that we don't have a clue on the comics. We will also be um, later today, in fact, going on uh, Nate's YouTube channel as well. Um, so if you follow us on Twitter, that all the details will be on there. We'll po- I'll po- post it on Facebook as well. Um, also, a quick shout out to Casey from the Movie Multiverse. Um, I said last week that nobody sent us a voice message yet on Anchor, and he emailed me and he was like, "Is there something broken? Because I sent you a voice message." You did, Casey. You did, but we just did, I didn't know whether you wanted it because it was a it was sort of like a good look. Um, really appreciated. So like, good luck with the podcast and everything like that. And I didn't think you'd want me to us to put it on there. But thank you, Casey, for sort of obviously giving us a shout out on the last podcast that you did. And, yeah, cheers, mum. Does work. So thank you very much. Um, and then yeah, um, ways to get in touch. So as said, we as usual, you can get in touch with us on Twitter at superhero thing. Uh, you can find us on Facebook. Um, 
at that superhero thing on facebook and there's a, a podcast group on there so again you can get on there you can talk to us all on there and then finally if you go to um our the anchor website or our part of the anchor website who hosts the podcast so it's anchor.fm slash that superhero thing as we mentioned as i've just mentioned there is a function on there where you can leave us a voice message so if you leave us any questions theories or, you know if you want to put forward a ridiculous theory of the week or anything like that on there um you know if, if you put your voice message on it we'll, we can include it in the in the uh, in the podcast please somebody do it i'm dying to include somebody's voice message <laughs> i figured out how to do it on the computer and everything so please please somebody yeah leave us a message not you anthony don't 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 you do it it'll be weird if you do um, hello but yeah hello <laughs> oh, be like who's, be like john Hammond that? talking to himself in jurassic park wouldn't exactly. it exactly <laughs> yeah do it do it do it we'll do it next week um, but yeah so uh other than that uh that that that's all from me um so again thanks very much guys um yeah we'll see you next week Thank you, guys. Bye-bye. Bye.